Happy Friday, everybody out there. Welcome to another thrilling episode of Made Man, a podcast dedicated to the AMC classic television show, Mad Men. And today, folks, I watched season two, episode nine, six month leave. Nine episodes in to season two. That means we have four episodes left. Wait a minute. 10, 11, 12, 13. Yes, four episodes. I'm good at math. Which means <clears throat> over the next month, we're going to be done with season two and move right in to season three. This is my smooth jazz radio voice. Six month leave. That was today's episode. And I literally just finished it and I got up and here I am talking about it. And what does six month leave mean? Well, on the surface, it has to do with Freddie Rumson. So, we're, you know, we don't go in order here. We, go, we talk about what the ideas of what's going on with characters. Uh, there is a Samsonite account and Peggy and Pete and Freddie Rumson are working on it. And Freddie and Sal's working on it as well. And Freddie's worried, or he's been upset because one of his kids is turning 30. He's feeling older. Uh, he drinks a lot. He drinks to the point where he pee-pees his pants in the office. I mean, just streams down his leg, doesn't even notice it, then sits down and passes out in his chair. And I thought, is he having a stroke? Is he dying? Nope, he's just a drunk. Um, it gets to the point where he has to basically sit out this big meeting with Samsonite and Peggy has to take the lead on it. Peggy just wants to be discreet about it, take care of it and sweep it under the rug. Pete, because Pete is, um, is like, I want to, I mean, he's a sociopath, but he's also, um, he's like an animal ready to pounce. He sees an opening and he takes it to duck and they take it to, uh, Roger and Don and the whole um, office, well, the whole office knows about it, but they take it to him and they decide he's going to have, he needs to go. He needs to leave. He needs to be gone. So um, <clears throat> Duck and Pete head out and Roger and Don talk about him having, you know, uh, that he has to go and he needs to leave. They'll give him, you know, let him go get clean, give him a six month leave. And um, he can go clean up, but they really know that that means, you know, they'll pay him for six months and then cut ties and he's out. And he knows that too. Um, so that's what the six month leave means on the surface. I also think the six month leave might have to do with Don being out of the house. That's at least what I thought. Now he hasn't been out very long, so I doubt he's going to be out for six months. So maybe it has nothing to do with that. So I've completely, you know, it really is. Uh, I try to see where, where a title means something on the surface and maybe there's some subtext. The subtext of this one could be just Don being on leave from his, his, his family and his married life. And he, sometimes he feels bad about it, sometimes he doesn't. He's been living at a hotel. That's how the episode opens up. He's alone in a hotel and he sees in a newspaper that Marilyn Monroe has died. Uh, when he goes into work, every, all the women, all the secretaries are upset and... Um, you know, they're all crying, and, and actually, later on in the episode, uh, Roger goes into his office towards the end of the day, and he sees Joan just lying on the couch, and 
he's like, do you, what are you doing in here? She goes, I, you know, I'm just, I thought you were gone. And she's crying because she's upset about Marilyn. She goes, you know, if you had someone you cared about, um, you'd feel bad. You know, you'd, you'd know what it's like to feel bad to lose someone. He's like, she's a stranger, you know, what are you going to do? <clears throat> um, but he's like, that's not you red. Uh, oh, and it, it was, he, of course he makes that comment. Like, Ooh, I, I like seeing this, I like seeing her lying on the couch. You know, like he, he always has something smart to say. Um, so yeah, you could see the guys don't care as much about Marilyn Monroe. Pete was like, you know, uh, she brought it on herself. And he says the same thing about Freddie later. He brought it on himself. He has no um, sympathy for drunks or addicts or depression, nothing like that. Again, because Pete is a is a crazed psychopath. Um, so they go into the office. That's when all this Freddie Roman stuff, Freddie Roman, Freddie Rumson stuff happens. Um, and also going on in the office is a blood drive. So I guess the big thing for the, it seems like they care more about getting, doing good for the blood drive for publicity. And I wonder how many smokers are able to donate blood now. I don't know how it works with blood and smoke. I don't know. I don't know much about science or bodies and stuff. Uh, but back then everybody smoked. So what was the difference? But they had uh, Kinsey in there. They had uh, Harry in there. They had everybody, basically all the office guys that you know were all kind of in there talking about the blood drive, planning the blood drive, trying to get as many people from their department in the blood drive. Um, Don even suggested bringing in a bunch of people and paying them a dollar to be a copywriter for the day, which I guess would bump their numbers up. A lot of a lot of importance on this blood drive, which, I mean, I didn't realize was such a big deal, but they all donated. Um, at the blood drive themselves, all the guys were making fun of um, Freddie for, for wetting his pants. And Don, you could see, was like upset because he sees this guy throw his life away and he's looking at himself saying, am I throwing my life away? And he's like, you, you know, the guy, just, just make fun of the guy's name. Like he was pissed at the young guys for making fun of him. Um, but they decided that's what they're going to do. They're going to take Freddie and they got to give him the bad news. And how do you take a guy with alcohol problem uh, out and give him the bad news about the fact that he needs to basically be let go? You take him out for drinks. So they brought him out to dinner and they said, look, we need to do the six month leave. And he goes, you know, like, what am I going to do? Like, this is, you know, uh, they're like, you know, we'll put in a good word because he's like, well, I can go to Boston. I can go to Philadelphia. So he sees that. He knows what this means. He knows that it means he's never coming back. Um, but they have drinks that night. He's like, you sure? He goes, look, I, I can kick this. And he pushes the drink away. But then they end up drinking. And they end up going to an underground casino that uh, that Roger knows about. Um, and to the point where Freddie's drinking, having fun. Uh, Roger knows that something's going on with Don. He can kind of tell. Um, but Don doesn't want to talk about it. And... Um, Freddie is having, having fun, drinking, gambling, and he sees, uh, Jimmy there, Jimmy Barnes, I forget, whatever, the, 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 the guy who accused him in the last episode of sleeping with his wife, correctly, by the way, the comedian, the insult comic, um, so he, he sees him, he goes right up to him, Don, he's like, hey, Don, how you doing? Punches Jimmy right in the face, which was great, even though Jimmy's right, Don's wrong, you still want to, you still sigh with Don, you're like, yeah, punch him in the face, that jerk. Uh, even though Don is in the wrong. 
uh, punches them in the face, and then they just leave, and they put Freddy in a cab. Freddy's like, what am I going to do? What is my life if I don't come to that job every day? What am I going to tell my wife? And he just drives off, and that's, that's, that's it. That might be the last time we ever see Freddy Rumson. Um, and he, he, he wasn't a big, he wasn't a huge part of the show, but, um, it's Joel Murray who I'm, you know, all the way back to the movie, moving violations and one crazy summer. I've always been a fan of his, he's Bill Murray's uh, younger brother. Um, always enjoyed him. So Fred, so Freddie's gone and Don and Roger go off to have, uh, some drinks and Don confides in him that he's been staying at the Roosevelt. And he doesn't really go into detail, but they're like, you know, it's okay. I've, uh, Roger's like, I've been there. It's okay. And he's like, is it? You know, you have one life. You know, you got to live it. You got to move forward. Don's saying a few things. And apparently it resonated with Roger more than you, uh, more than I imagined. Because the next day in the office, Roger, uh, Don is on his couch. And you can see he's looked like he was crying tearing up when um in burst roger's wife and says what the hell did you say what the hell did you do? she's like what are you talking about he's leaving me for my sec for a sec for a secretary he didn't say his secretary he said a secretary my first thought was joan's engaged he's not going with joan and he's like i, I didn't say anything he goes you said you know live forward you, you know do what you like he's like i didn't mean it like that and she goes well uh you know she was pissed so she goes outside roger's standing there he's like look we don't we can we talk about this and his wife's like you want me to make a scene uh i can make a scene she storms off and you look and there's don's uh secretary and she starts tearing up and roger looks at her and he's like she tears up and she walks off and you realize it's her and i remember uh, a couple was it last episode or a few episodes ago when Joan tried to fire her, she went into Roger and Roger ended up telling her to keep her job. Obviously, something has happened since then. I don't know if that was the beginning of it, but that's the connection I have with them. Plus, she's young, good-looking woman. Um, and uh, if you if you ever watch, I mean, she's on the show Gotham right now, so that's how I know she's been in a bunch of things. Um, but. Uh, she's a she's a she's a good-looking young lady who obviously Roger says, um, you know, I'm going to uh, live my life and I'm going to move forward and I'm going to leave my wife and go with you. Uh, and Don's like, I want her off my desk because he's not going to have Roger's new friggin' girlfriend uh, as a secretary. He's pissed off for the whole thing. I think he's pissed off too because he's trying to get it back with his family, and that's how the episode ends. But let's, I'm going to fill in some some lines here and. Um, so Don's at the Roosevelt. He's uh, he's not with his family. And meanwhile, Betty's at home just kind of going through the motions. She obviously has depression um, because she does nothing. She's got Carla, her uh, her maid and her, her nanny, um, her helper, uh, who's basically taking care of the kids. You know, she, Betty wakes up, looks out, you know, walks to the top of the stairs, sees the kids being taken to school. She goes right back to to uh, to sleep. To see her later, like she actually got into doing something. She's like trying to defrost the freezer and adds and clean out the drawers while she's enjoying wine. So maybe she's trying to feel productive. I don't know. It's weird because then she um, she has a friend come over and talks. The friend talks about how great her husband is. She's over there to borrow dresses. How her husband's so nice um, and how he's just so easy and she's so lucky with Don uh, and. For some reason, Betty 
got annoyed by this. I, I, I don't know if I missed something, but Betty then decided to go riding again and see that young dude who was kind of been friendly with her. And she was supposed to meet this woman that came to her house for lunch. She says, oh, you should come with us as well. I think she'd like to see you. And then she doesn't show up for the lunch. She basically set up this woman to go with this guy because she, she knows the guy is kind of interested in the woman. And the woman thinks the guy is, you know, a nice fella. So it's almost like she's trying to set up this woman to screw up her own marriage. And then and she, while this lunch is going on, she's baking cookies with the kids. And she takes the phone off the hook, probably thinking, I don't want this woman to call me. This is around the time they're going to meet. I don't want the restaurant to call me. And I'm just going to let them do what they do. So Betty was very maniacal. Betty's a crazy person, too. I mean, I'm not just talking, you know, there's depression. There's that kind of stuff. But doing things like this is just downright vindictive. There's a little bit of Pete in her, too. Pete is all excited that uh, that Freddie's gone. Uh, Peggy, When Peggy... Uh, finds out about it, she gets brought into Don's office and says, you know, this is what's going on. Why didn't you tell me? And she's like, I was trying to be discreet. He goes, well, you need to take, you're going to take all of her accounts over. So congratulations. She's like, I didn't want it to happen. And so he goes, well, this is how it happens. Um, basically, I'm wondering, is Mad Men the story of uh, um, Don Draper, uh, a, a young man who created a life for himself, uh, literally created a life for himself, that's, or is it the story of Peggy Olson, a young woman who is, we watch working her way up the ranks in a male-dominated advertising world? I think though, that's, that's, that's Mad Men in, in a, to me in a nutshell. Those two stories are your main stories. And we see Peggy doing a great job. The Samsonite people loved her pitch. And now she's moving up again. She goes in and she lays into Pete. Uh, she walks right into his office because she's not a secretary anymore. She can do whatever the hell she wants with some of these guys. She goes right into this office and she yells at him that you couldn't keep your mouth shut. What were you doing? Pete's like, it had to be done. This is how it's done. We, you know, and it's worked out for us. He goes, you, we're going to get raises. You're probably going to get his office. Congratulations. He puts his hand on her shoulder and she's like, yeah, congratulations. Because in truth, you can see in her eyes that, you know what? You're right. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do better with this. So, and and she feels sick about it, but she is doing gonna do better. And you can already see she's getting level higher levels of responsibility. She's in a meeting, and the guys are talking, and and then Duck says, "Does this sound good to you?" He was waiting to hear her opinion. She is a valued member of this group now, and you could see that uh, she's earned it. So the fact that now she's gonna be moving up and getting uh, Freddie's office, probably that's my guess. Uh, actually really uh, sounds good to her, I think. As, as, as ugly as the way it had to happen, I think it sounded good to her. I'm trying to think what else did I miss in this episode? I mean, the, there was the kind of overall thing of Marilyn passing away, uh, just dealing with the major things that happened during that time. Don's uh, out of the house, but he tried to, um, try, he wants to get home. So his daughter ended up calling, and the secretary was like, oh, I don't know when he's back from his his business trip. Uh, she said Wednesday. She didn't know. Don hasn't been on a business trip. He's been out. He he did. He was with the kids one day, and uh, Sally was all sad that um, the dad has to leave again. And he's like, come on, Betty, let me come home. She goes, you know, she doesn't want it. She's like, good night. He goes, what do we tell them? He goes, why don't, why don't I say I'm doing a job in Philadelphia, but I can come home every weekend? And she's like, Jesus, you just thought of that on your, by yourself? So I think she was like, Jesus, Don, like you've been really putting a lot of thought into this. And Don has to. Jesus, he has his kids. 
and uh, he hasn't been able to stay with them. So I don't know if this is the six-month leave, but from the beginning of this episode to the end of this episode, Don is still out of the house. And not only that, but he's now seen another marriage broken. He's seen a, a guy lose his job. He's seen uh, some bad shit going down. And in the meantime, he also has to worry about his own life. You know, Freddie's gone. Roger's left his wife. Hey, it worked out great for, for, for Peggy and for Pete. Um, and a lot of guys give him blood with their smoky, smoky blood. My friends, I, I think I think that's it. I think I've covered everything. I still don't like Duck. Go to hell, Duck. Um, the other guys, you know, like, was it Kenneth? Uh, Kinsey? Uh, Henry or Harold? I'm going to screw up there. Um, Hank? I don't know. Uh, the TV guy. They had little minor pots. Not much. Sal was in with creative. And Sal really was laughing at Freddie peeing his pants to the point where now I think he would be brought into HR for being disrespectful for a guy. Uh, but that's not how things were then. So, you know, goodbye, Freddie. And I'm uh, interested to see what goes on with Roger and his new lady friend now. Um, and, yeah, that is it. My friends, it is Friday, December 21st. And you know what that means? That means this is the last made man before Christmas. Now, I don't know what you celebrate. You maybe you sell maybe you don't celebrate anything. Maybe you celebrate a different holiday. Me, my family, we're Christmas people. So to everyone who celebrates Christmas, Merry Christmas. For everyone who celebrates any other holiday, happy holidays. We will be back next Friday. We will be back before the new year. So we have one more episode before the new year is here. 2019 is going to bring lots of Made Man episodes. And by that, I mean we're going to be still doing one a week. The whole year through. Uh, this is a big year coming up. We started this in August. And, you know, we are going to be closing out the second episode, second season in a couple weeks. Uh, four weeks and maybe a month. And then we're right on to season three. And the way I plan things out, we're going to have 52 episodes in 52 weeks of 2019, uh, barring I get hit by a bus. Other than that, I hope you stay with me, as I will stay with you. I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, for those of you who just found me for the first time, this is the Made Man Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Made Man Pod. Tweet out every episode, every time it comes out. You can find us on Facebook. The Facebook page is fansnotexperts.com. I'm not doing enough on there. But the website you can find us on is uh, the website is fansnotexperts.com slash made man. If you just go to fansnotexperts.com, you'll find us there. Now, this web this uh, podcast is hosted through Anchor. Anchor.fm. It's a cool way to do a podcast for free. They do everything. They handle everything. I used to do it all myself. Now I do it all through Anchor. I mean, you uh, you could literally talk into your phone and produce a whole episode right through your phone and put it out, and it goes out to iTunes, goes out to the world through your phone. And that is how cool Anchor.fm is. Anchor.fm slash MadeMen. From there, you can find every single place you can subscribe to us. Or you can subscribe to us right through there if you're on the Anchor app. You can leave us messages through the Anchor app, or you can email us at MadeMen at fans.experts.com. My friends... I wish you a Merry Christmas, I wish you a Merry Christmas, as I continue my journey to become a made man.
Fans not experts.